Good afternoon, Peter Wharf with you today at uh, almost quarter after 12, and uh, very happy to have some live music here in the studio. Jeff Zook and Brett Hogue, flute and guitar duo. Thanks, guys, for for coming in and playing for us today. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, Jeff Zook, it was sort of a a flute convention this last uh, weekend at Orchestra Hall with the Mahler Fourth Symphony. I I can't remember another piece where I've seen where there were there four flutes. Oh, yeah. Mahler likes to add four or five sometimes. Times flutes, <laughs> fantastic, and as a, a two piccolos at the same and, time and too. Two, man, yeah, you guys were uh, were the representing there over on uh, over on stage right. I would say, yeah. uh, fantastic performance of Mahler's Fourth Symphony, and of course the Brook Violin Concerto, some Glinka, and uh, another couple of concerts coming up the next couple of weeks, and we'll have a live broadcast of the DSO uh, first Friday, maybe second Friday, towards the beginning of November, with one of the live Friday morning concerts. And Brett Hogue, thank you for coming in. Uh, you teach at Oakland University, and and you two have been busy lately performing around the state. Yeah, we played out uh, in Muskegon area um, this past summer, and we've done a lot of things. Um, played a lot of uh, a lot of venues in the past, and a lot of different chamber music series. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to this summer, uh, this uh, this uh, Sunday rather. And uh, thanks for having us here. Playing up at the Birmingham Community House with one of our uh, community brunch concerts. It starts off at 11.30 with a concert from 12.30 to 1.30. Really looking forward to hearing that on Sunday. Uh, this next composer I think of really as a, a guitar kind of guy, Mauro Giuliani. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about him after we listen to some of his music. Thank you. 
on WRCJ. Brett Hogue playing the guitar, Jeff Zook playing the flute with Mauro Giuliani's, well, part of the grand duo. Um, Giuliani seemed like he was really a, a, a guy who was plugged into a lot of strings, cello, violin, and later on the, the guitar came along. What did, what did he do uh, for the guitar world that kind of shaped your world today? So he's probably one of the most important guitarists for classical era guitarists or uh, guitarists in general. His technical books and his uh, his pieces are some of the most important um, in the guitar world. And he wrote some uh, famous set of studies, uh, the 120 Giuliani uh, guitar studies, which are all over the internet and tablature. So you know it's made it uh, it's made it big if rock guys are doing it too. And uh, he was an interesting character um, in and of himself. He was sort of a rock star in the day. He got in all kinds of trouble and yeah. had a posse of uh, uh, women who followed him around um, that he played these concerts. Apparently, he was friends with Beethoven. And right. I think he actually premiered. Uh, he was a cellist for the Seventh Symphony at right. the premiere of that. So even back then, something about switching to guitar got him attention. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's why I did it. Well, you know? I, yeah. Well, sure. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I was going to ask you uh, what what kind of trouble he got in, but you know, I'm not. I'm, I'm going out on a limb there because you know these are family hours. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think some of it is probably uh, uh, probably not good for radio. But okay. I know he destroyed a hotel. Wow. One time, just out of uh, had a crazy party there, and yeah. there was some. Um, hanging out with some lewd women, from what, uh, what the musicologists say. So, man, yeah. so uh, so the Stones or Spinal Tap had really nothing, nothing on, on, on no. Giuliani. He was he was the OG, exactly original guitar, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, Jeff, a fantastic performance. We were just talking about of of Mahler's Fourth Symphony last night. Uh, what did? Uh, not last night, this this past weekend, you're saying that uh, Mahler brings in four, sometimes sometimes five flutes. What what's the where where's the fifth flute come in? <laughs> well, uh, I think you know we all know Mahler is uh, is the you know the the composer who expands the orchestra the most, and um, yeah. you know the, there's you know there's a battalion of of uh, musicians who get to join us. Like we have a lot of extra players that, that fill out the ranks of, you know, sometimes there, there's there's uh, you know. Ten horns on stage, yeah. or, or you know, six different clarinets playing all sorts of instruments. Um, uh, so it's uh, part part of his orchestration, but uh, you know, it's it's. Uh, you know, Mahler didn't love the flute. I don't think he like it was no no big flute. I mean, there's some great moments in Mahler for the flute and the horn play. Really the most soulful things I can imagine. But he doesn't really, like, we don't go home and practice Mahler. We practice, like, Mendelssohn and Beethoven. Ravel. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Ravel. Right. But um, what I was thinking about last last week was, um, it's like why I go to work at the DSO. I get to play pieces like Mahler's Fourth Symphony with this huge orchestra with a, with a great conductor that inspiring us uh, every note along the way. And that's that's the magic of my job, you know. And maybe I wasn't featured all that much, although I did get a solo bow. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it's not it's not about that for me. It's about coming and making great music with a great orchestra. Right. Oh, it was really cool to see uh, not only uh, individual flute players, but the, the big section to get its due. Very cool with the uh, Mahler Fourth Symphony. 